the heart of what wise person and pious person would not be attracted to the Lord's supremely sweet genius? Even as the saintly gopis wept in the forest, his eloquence charmed them. I praise Lord Huddy's expertly disappearing, and then, impelled by the gopis' plaintive appeals, appearing again in their midst. Charming them with the arts of love, he enjoyed pastimes with them. Who will not sing the praises of the disappearance pastimes of the Lord, who expertly enjoys the pastime of being away from his beloveds? Although they are naturally very grave and peaceful, the gopis spoke and acted wonderfully in a very wonderful condition of life. Sanatan Goswami explains that an example of the gopis' wonderful activities is their imitation of Krishna's pastimes. The wonderful condition they attained was transcendental madness. I fear the Lord, whose pastimes are inscrutable. Why did he, at one moment, give her a gift of the greatest good fortune? Why did he, the next moment, suddenly disappear and leave her alone, tormented, without a master, and drowning in an ocean of weeping? Sanatana Goswami explains that this verse describes Srimati Radharani. May the Lord, who, impelled by their suffering and the weeping of their songs, appeared amongst them, flooded them with bliss, and, answering their questions, affirmed that he was their debtor, protect you. Sanatana Goswami explains that the gopis' questions begin in the Srimad Bhagavatam, 10, 32, 16. Lord Krishna affirms that he was their debtor in these words, Srimad Bhagavatam, 10, 32, 22. My dear gopis, our meeting is certainly freed from all material contamination. I must admit that in many lives it would be impossible for me to repay my debt to you because you have cut off the bondage of family life just to search for me. Consequently, I am unable to repay you. Therefore, please be satisfied with your own honest activities in this regard. May the Lord's pastimes, which charm the gopis, which are filled with expert artistry of singing, dancing, and other arts, which have unprecedented beauty and other virtues, and which charm the entire world, charm my heart. They who yearn to drink the honey of Lord Krishna's lotus feet know the greatest glory of they who are able to lick that honey. Brahma knows the glory of they who were born in Gokul, and Uddhava knows the glory of the gopis. They both yearn to attain that glory. Sanatana Goswami explains that Brahma, seeing the good fortune of the people of Gokul, yearned for a fortunate position like theirs. He expresses his desire in these words, Srimad Bhagavatam 10, 14, 34. My dear Lord, I am most humbly praying at your lotus feet for you to please give me any sort of birth within this Vrindavan forest 
so that I may be able to be favored by the dust of the feet of some of the devotees in Vrindavan. Even if I am given a chance to grow just as a humble grass in this land, that would be a glorious birth for me. Uddhava, however, seeing the gopis' great love for Lord Krishna, yearned to love him as they did. Uddhava expresses his desire in these words, Srimad Bhagavatam 10, 47, 61. The gopis of Vrindavan have given up the association of their husbands, sons, and other family members, who are very difficult to give up, and they have forsaken the path of chastity to take shelter of the lotus feet of Mukunda, Krishna, which one should search for by Vedic knowledge. Oh, let me be fortunate enough to be one of the bushes, creepers, or herbs in Vrindavan, because the gopis trample them and bless them with the dust of their lotus feet. <laughs> 